0: Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. The party flew into space on the backs of dragons to confront the great beast in the sky before its collision with Molten Gorge. Once inside the creature, our adventurers endured a terrible shock. Baramos of the Fourth Circle, creator of the Barrier, broke his own rules and manifested in the realm of the mortal folk. If the party don't stop him, he will harness the power and kill all of the gods. Everything is thrown into chaos as the unbreakable orb breaks, and Baramos escapes from it, stepping into a realm in which he has no place. For a moment, the room is very bright, and then very dark. Then you hear Baramos's voice say,
1: As a mortal,
0: I ruled an army. Most people fought for gods, but we fought for ourselves. They called me Baramos the Blasphemer. And now you can see, stretching in front of you, is a battlefield. Twenty soldiers stand in front of you, clad in armour, and in the centre of them, their captain, Baramos, looking now human. He has wild brown hair and a scraggly moustache sitting on his face, but his slightly unkempt appearance just makes him seem almost wild in his glory as he leads this army against you. Let's see how each of you recover from the shock of this moment. Can I please get dexterity rolls from all of you?
2: Wait, 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 wait! I can never be taken off guard. I have shoot first.
0: Okay, well, Jolene, you don't need to roll. You get to go first. What did everyone else get? I just barely scraped by with a seven.
3: Uh, I got an eleven. I got a three. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh,
0: no. Jolene, you were holding the orb, but you refused to be surprised by anything.
2: I knew he was bad from the beginning.
0: Cromora, you two recover well. You have the confidence of a dragon right now, and you are not phased. Patsy, you're a bit slower to the uptake, but you make it through this okay. Nime. You'd formed quite a close connection, and this takes you aback more than anyone else, and combined with the flash of light and then the darkness and then the light again, and probably the shrapnel from this blast, what condition would you like to mark?
4: I just think confused makes the most sense. Like,
0: Yeah, okay, so you have a minus one to wisdom for the moment, because this has upended what you believed. I thought we were the same. So with that in mind... Jolene, an army stands before you. Somewhere deep within it, you can see Baramos as a human. What are you doing?
2: I say, fuck you, Baramos, I knew you were shit. And I pull out my gun and fire it at him.
0: So this will be two rolls. One to defy danger, dexterity to set up the shot, and then an actual volley.
2: Okay. Uh A billion? It's like 11? I don't know why I even try. All right, you line up the shot. (laughs) And volley. Uh, that's 12.
0: (laughs) Okay, you hit.
2: Okay, well, on my dice, I rolled a 6 and a 2, so that's 8. Plus 2, which is 10. Plus 1, which is 11.
0: The shot leaves your gun, Jolene and things almost go into bullet time. Barramos speaks from almost outside his body. That's the problem with mortals. They can command as much power as they want, but a stray rock can bring them down. Time goes to normal. Your bullet weaves through a crowd of 20 to hit your mark, and Barramos the Blasphemer drops dead.
4: Holy shit! (laughs) And just as this is sinking
0: into you, the darkness comes back. Good. That isn't me anymore. Where in life I was so brave and so bold, in death I hid. I snuck into the mouth of that beast and stole my power. I worked in the shadows. I was not the first circle, I was the fourth. When I needed to affect the mortal world, I didn't just go there even though I could. I groomed four people and I built another. I am Baramos of the Fourth Circle. And suddenly you can see again, and standing in front of you, perhaps bigger than you remember him, is Baramos. Not in his red, violent form but looking more sinister almost in his blue reserved form, the one in which he has, has tricked and dealed with you. And I think that there are now sort of dancing shadows around, almost distracting your vision.
3: Well, Baramos is surrounded by shadows, and there's one thing we do when there's darkness. Set someone on fire and they'll be warm for the rest of their life. I'm going to cast fireballs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're a dragon. Yeah. You're using your mouth.
3: Just... (sighs) It's still a 10. I will take a 7 to 9 result. I will put myself on the spot or in danger in order to deal 12 damage ignoring armour.
0: So you go and you breathe this great flame, but you're up against someone who has more powerful fireballs than you do. He meets your flame with his... Great fireball that you haven't seen since the tomb of Buska. And as it merges with your flame, even though you had maximize the power, only half makes it through, and it erupts on everyone. Could everyone, including Barramos, but including all of you, please take six points of damage? Yo. And so with that, the room scorched in flames. Patsy, you look up at the monster who created you, who stitched you together and then told you what your purpose was. What do you do?
1: I am going to calmly walk up to Barry and essentially think through what I had been told. And I has an idea. And I'm gonna walk up to Barry, and I'll look him dead in the eyes, and it's... You know, buttholes say the most interesting things. And I think what I learned is really just how to tear you a new one. You described to me, Sammy, that the souls that are attached together are working as fuel. Much like fuel, chemical bonds, this would be magical bonds. And the releasing of those bonds would cause magic. Strong magic. Baramos's magic. I want to begin, at least with the however the start of this does, to rend a soul or souls free to use that magic to unstitch Baramos.
2: Jesus Christ, that's so metal. Wait, yes. so
0: you're
1: going wait, you're going to unstitch yourself to unstitch Baromos? Yeah, because it's Baromos' magic, his essence. I'm essentially unmaking myself to try and unmake Baromos with the energy it releases. I
0: think it'd be a case where first you would have to roll to hit. It's probably still strength, but then after you roll to hit, you tell me how much damage you're willing to take. And that's how much damage you can deal.
1: Okay.
2: Can I do something to help? I want to throw a body potion, which is plus one forward to strength, dex, and con rolls onto Patsy.
0: Okay, Patsy. So just as you walk up to do this, you feel something smash against your side and you're feeling invigorated. Could you roll strength to rend yourself apart and impart that damage onto Baramos?
1: Oh, thank you so much for that plus one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I rolled an eight. Plus three is 11. Plus one is 12. I also have the move smash. Ah, <sighs> oh, smash. On a 12 plus, steal your damage plus choose something physical your target has and they lose it. So two questions for you here. Whatever damage you deal, you will take. Yep.
0: What are you willing to take? Fourteen. Fourteen! Yep. Jeebus. I mean, shit, that's heaps. Second,
1: what do you plan to take? Oh. I guess in the releasing of that essence, I want to make them honest and take away their ability to manipulate. It does say physical. Oh. How about their mouth? Mm. Just the lower jaw. God. Take away their ability to speak in the lies they did.
0: So can you describe the moment to me where part of you breaks off and
1: destroys this form of Baramos? As Patsy denotes what the butthole said... Baramos just looks down perplexed. A bumbling creation that he made is a bit of a fool. Patsy sort of reels back into a punch, throws the punch, and it lands and does nothing. And Baromus just looks down quizzically. As Patsy looks up and smiles and grabs upon their side, And from the hand, you sort of see a white gleam come off. It's like a second form is sort of pulling its way out as a ghost to the side. And there are aspects of that face. You can see they have Patsy's eyes. A lot of the other traits look different. And there's a series of tattoos. There's like an anchor and it seems like a strange love heart at one point upon that ghost. And as that ghost pulls away... It seems to pull out a chunk off of Baramos and rends itself free. And those tattoos on Patsy have disappeared, as has the colour of their irises. Oh,
0: so
4: fucking cool!
1: Baramos's jaw
0: is ripped from his body with this power. And as this happens, it launches him into a kind of spin back into a pool of darkness. Darkness which once again surrounds you all, but where you expect him to talk once again, instead he shrieks monstrously. He cannot speak any longer, and instead he makes the noises of the monster he is becoming. And as he appears again, you see a beast, a beast that takes up the entire chamber of the lobster that you are inside. In the center of it is Baramos, coated in chitinous armor. His hands are claws, and stretching from him in all directions, are legs each broken into segments. He takes up this wide chamber with his huge lobster body. His form is confused and terrifying. It reminds you of when Cremora turned into the beast, but so much larger and less coherent, there are just extra limbs sprouting from him, extra claws. He has gotten power, but he does not understand it anymore. And the bottom half of his jaw is still missing. Arms and claws leap forward, going to strike at the entire party. Nime, what are you doing?
4: Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> she's just kind of been standing like completely dumbfounded, right? Like, mm. and then she's just gonna like look up at him with like rage and tears in her eyes and just say, How could you? And she is going to turn into. A wind elemental. And as he's, like, swiping his claws at everyone, I just want to, like, drive into the palm of that hand and, like, knock it back on himself. But really, like, my main goal is protecting my friends. So first, roll
0: to wind. Eight. You turn into this a very familiar spirit of the wind. Can you roll me defend? Eight. You get one hold with your defend, you get to pick one of those options. So you can either halve the damage so that the people who are hit by it aren't going to be hit as bad, or you can take the, all of the claws into yourself, basically. So without knowing how much this attack does, do you think you can take the whole attack or do you think you'd be
1: better off making everyone take half of the attack?
4: Oh <laughs> ho! I'm on the lowest hit points, but I also have both the healing potions.
1: You are definitely not on the lowest hit points.
4: Fuck, I forgot about that. Yep, I'm going to redirect it <laughs> to myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. I that's... don't want Patsy to die. Yep, okay. You take this entire thing into yourself. Do you want to know how much damage you're about to take? Uh, uh yep. Okay, you don't actually have the right dice for this. What? Um, <laughs> because you're going to take the best dice out of 4d12 and you're going to add 3 to it.
4: Uh, So the highest I rolled was an 11. Oh, Jesus Christ. Which would be 14 damage. Which would be 14 damage, which would kill me. Um, (laughs) So I would like to shed, please. Okay, you
0: hold back these claws... And you bring them all in to one central point. They all strike you, and you turn back to Nime as the claws kind of land to the side of the party, just narrowly missing everyone. Cassandra's like, holy shit!
2: I'm gonna grab Cassandra's arm and start screaming at Nim, going like, I told you the first time! When we first met that bastard! Do not! On any situation! Trust what the hell that guy is saying. Now you, make yourself useful and heal her.
0: I don't have any healing anymore.
2: Then believe in yourself.
4: <laughs>
0: can you please roll a very dubious parlay <laughs> to see if you can convince Cassandra and Vern that they believe in themselves?
2: Oh, I rolled a six and a four. <laughs> and my is a zero, so I got a ten. Maybe
4: the real treasure was the friends we, we made along the, the way.
0: way. <laughs> I don't know, Cassandra. I don't really believe in anything. This is no time for doubts! And Cassandra grabs Vern and just whips them like a wand towards Nime. Nime, can you please heal 1d8
3: damage?
4: <laughs> yes!
2: <laughs> that was a six! Nice!
3: Cremora will say, obviously, it doesn't come out. When facing a monstrosity, I'm reminded of something. And as an old friend of mine would say, (laughs) 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 And I'm going to try and cast Dispel Magic. Basically, in this enormous, empowered roar, start just stripping away the magical chitin and the armor around
0: him. Hmm. Can you please roll magic to get rid of magic?
3: <sighs> no. <laughs> it's a five. Yes.
0: Shit. Cremora, you probably have the best chance of manipulating the power here of anyone. You've heard that this power is so raw and so malleable... But anytime you try to settle anything with it, like anytime you try to settle your mind on it, it shifts away or it settles into something that isn't powerful anymore. It's almost like it is only strong when it is unperceived. You are ruining it by trying to use it. And you think that Barramos can only draw on it like this because he's accessed the full power before. And as you try to do this, this monstrous version of Baramos sees you for the threat you are and four pincers come and clamp around your draconic body and dig into you can you please take the best of 4d12 plus 3 damage
3: oh fuck off (gasps) so I got a 3, a 5, a 4 and an 11
0: oh jesus Okay, you take 15 points of damage.
3: That's quite a
0: lot. And, um, Cremora, I think it's fair to say that as you're dropped from this attack,
3: uh, you probably crumple back into Cremora. Just as, as they hit, the form just shrinks away from it, and then Cremora lands on the ground.
4: Yeah, I'm going to see that and uh, run over to Cremora and pass her a healing potion. Down the hatch. Oh, God, ow, that hurts so much. Oh, why did I think that was a good idea? It was a good idea. He's just a dipshit. And also, when you're the biggest thing on the field, they tend to go for
2: you. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, let's go, keep going.
0: Y'all, for all you started off strong, you have not done a single point of damage to this. (laughs)
2: Let's change that. She's going to throw the napalm and get it to break on Baramos. Then she's going to turn to Cremora and say, you know what to do.
0: So can you just roll Defy Danger Dexterity to to get this nicely coated onto Baramos?
2: Okay, I rolled a four and a one, but it's a dex, so I have an eight.
0: (laughs) With an eight, your vial of napalm that you made lands true and splashes all against Baramos. But I think that as you throw it, some splashes onto you, Jolene, and it's not a problem yet. But napalm is very volatile, and so you're going to have to be careful. If, if you let anything happen that would cause too much like friction or anything like that, you are liable to explode.
3: I will narrow my eyes, hold up a single finger guns, and cast fireball directly at the napalm. Roll for spell. That's an 11.
0: Uh, roll your damage for this and double it.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I've just peaked my audio quite badly.
0: No, really, I didn't notice.
3: <laughs> um, I just got two sixes again. Oh. Yes! Um, so I deal 24 points of damage, which traditionally ignores armor. Holy
2: shit.
0: Baramos, the latent god, fucking explodes
1: twice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he goes, boom, and then, B-boom. Uh.
1: <laughs> That is
0: sick as hell. There's fucking roast lobster everywhere. <laughs> he takes 24 fucking points of damage.
3: That's Jolene levels, that
0: is. Nothing has done that much damage to this point. Not even Jolene has done 24 points of damage. And as the fucking smoke clears away in the middle of this seafood buffet. <laughs> The limbs have been cleared off of flesh, and now he appears to be made of long, bony protrusions, holding him up. Everything about him has been torn away at, but he looks no less powerful, and the aura coming from this decimated god is more terrifying than before, honestly. I mean, he shrieks gutturally. And he begins to run forward as if to stampede over you all with these glowing, powerful limbs trying to crush and destroy you with the magic of his bony, chitinous legs.
2: What you doing, y'all? Jumping out of the way.
0: Dodge.
3: Yeah, I'll do dodge instead of the stupid thing.
0: Nice, nice. That's always good. Oh, but if is not doing the stupid thing... <laughs> Everyone else is dodging at the moment, though. Yeah,
2: so you wouldn't be protecting anyone. Oh, yeah, true. Okay, yeah, I'll dodge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So,
0: so everyone dodges, so could you all give me fire Danger Dexterity?
2: Oh, Jesus.
3: I got a seven.
0: Ah, ten. Patsy got a nine. So, Jolene, you sounded like you didn't get a happy.
2: Well, you'd be right, because I rolled a six.
3: Ooh.
2: I rolled a two and a one.
0: So we'll start with Nime, you have beaten the wind so many times that it is trivial for you to duck and weave between these legs. Patsy and Cromora, as the legs start to come over you, you try to dodge, but you freak the fuck out. Each of you latch on to one of the legs. <laughs> like one of the ones like, that, like at the top where it's not really like so hot and magical yet. And you're just kind of both grouped on So you're not getting hurt, but you also have like no control over the situation. Like you are beholden to where Baramos takes you. Jolene Jolene, has never died in this campaign, as the leg steps on you, it is hot, it is white with power and it causes you to combust. (laughs) So as well as taking the damage of being attacked, you'll also take the damage of the napalm. Please take the best of 4d12, plus a d8, plus three.
2: Okay, watch Jolene die. Oh, the maximum that I rolled on the d12 was 12. Oh, fuck me. And then I rolled a six.
0: Okay, that's 21 damage.
2: My armor is currently two. So it was 21 minus two, right?
0: Yep, 19.
2: I had 18 hit points. <sighs> no!
0: Thanks for listening. Shout out to Axolotl Fox for supporting us on Patreon. We're in the process of upgrading our audio setup for a second time in preparation for Season 2, and it's all thanks to the support of our community. Till next time, Bye! But I think that as you throw it, some splashes onto you, Jolene, and um, you are liable to explode.
2: Where is it on me? Just, just questioning.
0: Soaked on your on your clothes. No, you can't just take them off. It's
3: on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, and okay. It's okay, on okay, okay. you. I think we all had the same thought at the same second. <laughs> yeah. <too. laughs>
0: You could try and take your clothes off, but it would take a um, unwieldy amount of time and you would be Even naked
4: Jolene is more powerful
0: than all of us, so (laughs) Jolene is not finishing this campaign naked. (laughs) (laughs) She's gonna leave this world the way she came in, screaming naked and covered in someone else's blood.